<laughs> Sorry. Anyway. I am cold. I need to be for my bunghole. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw you take that down. I wasn't expecting it when all of a sudden the camera came back on. <laughs> Threw me off. Nope. All right. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to We're Offended, You're Offended. This guy here with the TP for his bunghole is Tyler, and I'm Kimber, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to Tuesday, the day of the two. Oh, it's only oh, Tuesday. I know. Well, so if, I, if I may, any credibility that you think that I may have was completely gone in that moment. Just a, just a little bit, but that's okay. Anyway. So I hope everybody's had a fantastic day. Thank you to anybody who decided to click on that button and come sit with us and listen to some of the craziness going on in the world today. Because, you know, we got the shit. And to anybody who is watching us on Rumble, um, who is normally our subscriber on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button on Rumble as we got suspended from YouTube yet again. This time it's a two-week strike. So who knows how much longer we're going to be on YouTube because it's our second strike in a month. So come follow yeah, us here. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hit that rumble button. We got a bunch of stuff to get into. I'll try not to yell into the microphone. Fortunately, I've been drinking. Yeah, so it's going to be a little tough because if anybody actually listening knows this guy when he's been drinking, volume doesn't exist. What's that? No inside voice exists. <laughs> Okay, so we're, we're going to be talking about the big question. The question on everyone's mind. Is it on your mind? Because it's on mine. How do we achieve happiness? What is the no. meaning of life? Should we ban women from the workplace? Oh. Oh, 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 feminist. I think I just heard a bunch of women dropping their bras. Oh, perfect. They're, they're charging. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect women. You know what? I'm I'm a big supporter of you know like the women's marches, like free the nipple. Yeah. <laughs> what free the, the fuck? Yeah, we sh we should be allowed to have have sex with as many people as we want. You know, this is a bit of a steal from Andrew Schultz, but you know what? Yeah, if you want to fuck whoever and whatever you want, by all means, as long as you're two consenting adults. You know what? More power to you. So we're going to talk about why women should be banned, possibly be banned from the workplace, because it seems like we have been seeing a negative trend with regards to women and their their satisfaction, or or should I say, not necessarily just their happiness. No. Can't get no? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You said it. I can't help myself. Please hold for this re uh, uh, monetary abuse of females. I can't get no. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be talking about, so there's been a trend, obviously, if you're not paying attention, you probably should, that there has been a massive focus for women in, in the workplace, okay? There's been a massive push in the STEM field, in, in as women as CEOs. So we're going to talk about that and whether they're actually, women are actually seeing a fulfilling moment or their life is being fulfilled, especially, I think you, Kim, as a woman, would be able to answer to this. I don't know. I don't know. She's my wife, but she might be a dude. I mean, it, it, to be honest, it really depends on the day. I, I consider myself fluid 
So I, I just, I change. It all depends on, um, you know, if I decide to strap it on that day or not. So. All right. So we'll on Fridays, I'm a unicorn. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God, did you see that picture? There's like, there, there's the unicorn and then there's a rhinoceros, rhinoceros. That's like a battle unicorn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rhinoceroses are being called battle unicorns now. Okay. But, uh, okay. Okay. So, so we're going to talk about women in the workplace and should we look at, the, or as a society, should they possibly look at being uh, removed from the workplace? Okay. I feel like them's be fighting words. They do you be fighting. You might want to be careful there, sir. At, at me, women, because I'll, I'll, I'll wreck you. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah, talk right. about that. Are you kidding? You're gonna wreck them. If anything, you're gonna stick your face in their chest and go blah blah blah. That's not gonna be wrecking them. It's gonna be like the best Vince day in the Vaughn. earth for you. Vince such a cuck. Like if there's one person in this world that's a fucking cook, is Vince Vaughn. But we'll get into that and a bunch of other things. So before we get into that, let's hit that intro. Bow, bow, bow. I cock block you. I cock block you. Hey, this How was a behind the scenes conversation. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. Fucking cock blocker. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this. We have a fresh, mm, straight off the assembly line, that fresh baguette smell of this week in woke. Should we just should we just start with it? Oh, you know what? Let, let me set this up a little bit. So in, in North America, there has been a, a level of prosperity that has been almost unseen throughout any other nation within the world. North America, Canada, even the UK has seen an explosion of prosperity, of innovation, of technological advance. Now the argument has come from these woke leftists that the benefit and prosperity that they are now seeing is the reason why they are fat. Oh, hold on. That's the reason? Fuck. I've been going about this the whole wrong way. Damn it. Oh, we, have, we have this video here. You know what? Let's, let's just hit that intro. This week in Woke, the new, another installment. Slap those leftist zers. Neurodivergent noun self pronoun. Animal noun self pronoun. What? Homosexuality. Asexual, demisexual, and cupiosexual. Asexuality and allosexual. Honestly, that's my favorite intro just because of the end. The killer clowns from outer space, bitches. From outer space. All right, okay. So let, a, a video was posted by our our favorite leftist exposer. Exposer? I don't I don't know. Yeah, what let's go with it. that. I like. All it. right, she likes to expose leftists. Our favorite. Lips of. Well, they like to expose themselves, so it seems only 
fitting, right? So there, there have been many advancements, uh, and as, as I said on the outset, that there has been a level of prosperity. Think of, think of in, in Florida, where they have a statue to oh, what is his name? I don't remember off the top of my head. Is it uh, uh, Carrier Inventor? I don't remember off the top of my head. Inventor. Was it Tom Willis? Willis Carrier. The man who invented air conditioning in Florida, they have a statue commemorating this man, the advancements in technology in order to bring food from around the world. You know, your little Asian markets, your your specialty stores, your ethnic food stores. Hold on. There's a statue for a guy who made the air conditioner? Florida, yeah. Honestly, that's the last thing I would have expected there to be a statue of. But I'm just going to say, if there's going to be a statue of the guy who made the air conditioners, where's my Aunt Jemima statue? That they tore that down because knew uh, that shit. What? No, they tore, they they got rid of Aunt Jemima because black. I know. Because it makes me so like, angry, so racist. Dating. I can't believe they got rid of that shit. All right, so let's let's check out this video from Libs of TikTok of this woke leftist, this fat fuck. And to, you know what? To be fair, it's not like I'm winning any awards, but uh, check this out. Check this out. You chunky little I'm gonna prove falafel you leader. White people are the reason. And if white people didn't go looking for spices, then various sea routes to Indian subcontinent and Africa and other places of the world would not get discovered. And if they didn't get discovered, then East India Company would never come to Indian subcontinent. And if they didn't come, then the fertility of the land would not get destroyed because they forced us to cultivate tobacco and dyes and opioids, things like that, and that destroyed the fertility of my country. And then, if that didn't happen, and if they didn't exploit and extract resources until my ancestors were left with nothing to eat, we wouldn't move to this grain-heavy, very little nutritious diet that we have today. Also, if white people didn't come to the Indian subcontinent, then my ancestors would not go through 50 small, medium, large famines in period of 200 years. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Little, uh, my little East Indian chunkosaurus. What oh, the fuck. Oh well, my. Okay. What? Cause the white people have to go looking for spices and then they found these other things and then they had to come move here. So then they had to eat the unhealthy food. You know, you do know that, as much as the unhealthy food that we have here, they do actually have healthy shit, right? I actually made a meal with the healthy stuff today. It was delish. You know, the, okay, so the, the 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 incredible thing, so you can hear in the background planes, she's talking through like a, a fan. communication. Some type of communication device. I would assume a phone. Probably. This is the idea of, of progress, of connecting the world. And I'm not a total... I'm not a, like a total like anti-globalist type of thing, which apparently is now a right-wing, ultra-right-wing conspiracy theory. Jesus. Even though... No, not Jesus. No, jo- Jesus wasn't real. Sorry, Christians. I know. I know. Okay? I know. I hate to burst well, that You know up. what? 
I mean, it's just it's the name that I like to call out in pleasure. In in I anger, Jesus, 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 and God are the most. Their their names are cited in so many orgasms. It's unbelievable. <laughs> right. See, that's what I'm saying. In oh pleasure, my. or like when you get hurt, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Just it's okay, just but everywhere. so. So she's saying that white people, colonization, colonialism is the reason why she's fat. She hey, is saying chunky. She's just a little chunk, okay? No, that is fat. That is fat. That is unhealthy fat. I'm fat. And she I, looks chunky. Okay, you're 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 fat as fuck. Okay. <laughs> No, you're fat as fuck. <laughs> Ain't wrong. Ain't wrong. So she is saying the reason why something that happened 200 years ago is the reason why she is fat now. Where you are seeing Victoria's Secret models that are on the list of being morbidly obese. She is saying because of colonialism. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. What was it? Uh, was it Tommy Hilfiger? Is someone correct me? But I, it was either Tommy Hilfiger or one of these groups had a like, uh, like, like a gunt, had a gunt and saying, "Yo, this is the new sexy." No, the people. The reason why people look at these is is to look at at an almost an idealized version of what they want. Men look. Men looked at like you know, say Jason Momoa. Because why? Because why? Because he was appealing to women. He was aesthetically pleasing to women. He was hot. He's pretty. But, but men looked at him because it is an idealized version. Men can still not to be gay, not like Brian Stelter gay, not Mark <laughs> Mendocino gay, but they can look at a man and, and understand, you know, he put the work in and they can appreciate appreciate the figure of a man and not go dude i wish i was i wish i was kathy griffin like she is to harvey weinstein you know no. what i'm saying well i do I, the same thing too like I, I can look at a woman who is very fit you know like somebody like jennifer lopez she's 50 and she's fit as fuck and she looks amazing mm -hmm. and you know look at that and appreciate but also want to take a little ah, out of that butt you oh know? my god Okay, speaking of Jennifer Lopez, this has nothing to do with this week in Woke. But she went to the house that she grew up in, and she goes, I grew up here. And the guy goes, who are you? And he, oh. I'm, I'm Jennifer. And he goes, who's, who, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer who? He's like, I'm Jennifer Lopez. I don't know who that is. And you could see, like, she was so distraught, like, oh, my God, you don't know who I am? Like, yeah, people live in the real world. They have bills to fucking pay. People aren't worried about that. Because 200 years ago, British colonizers, British, British imperialists came over and said, hey, you know, your, your tiki masala, that's ours now. In fact, that's not how it is. But you know what? That's what I'm saying, because I don't like you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that this is a perfect example of things that I've talked about many times and people not being able to take any sort of accountability for their actions whatsoever. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> this girl here is literally blaming everybody else but herself for being the way that she is. I mean, I can look at myself and be like, yo, 
quit stress eating and quit fucking eating shit. Like I eat shit. Okay. I, I can recognize that. I can take accountability. I'm this way because of myself. But you have these woke ass bitches who literally, oh, it's this person's fault. It's that person's fault. 200 years ago, this happened and this is why I'm fat. Grow yeah. The yeah. Fuck up. No, no, I, I, you know what? And for anyone that doesn't know, like, you know, in, in the transportation industry, uh, healthy eating is really hard. And the fact that you sit for about 13, 16 hours a day isn't exactly the best. But I'm hoping that my body holds out so that I'm not in the driver's seat before I die. But so you have this person that has, that has benefited from, maybe not directly, but at least indirectly. Privilege. From from sources outside of what her normal region would allow yeah. for high fat foods. And she is looking at, as you said, she is looking at other people and blaming them for the reasons that she has made poor decisions, yes. which will tie perfectly into what we are going to be talking about with regards to women maybe should not be in the workplace. <sighs> yes. So this this is the type of stuff that you're seeing that there is no accountability. Well, she's a person of color. You must believe her. How about you get on? You know, it's not that much to ask Mother. for a three minute walk. It's really funny how it's yet another person blaming white people for something like as something as stupid as your own diet. You can make healthy decisions. It has nothing to do with the white man who decided to bring different foods into their countries. The, the bigger issue is that, okay, my assumption, I don't know. I don't know the history of this person. My assumption is, <gasps> hiccup. It's <laughs> a good assumption. My, my assumption is that she came from a place, you know, let, let's say within North America. Would that be fair to say? Would that be a, a reasonable possibility? I would say so. Yes, yeah, she definitely looks like somebody who benefited off of privilege okay so why why if if you hate north america so much why the fuck would you move there if you think north america if you think u.s canada the uk are vile even okay let's say even in, in the uk let's assume because a lot of east indian people middle eastern descent moved to the united kingdom okay let's assume that she moved to the uk so you are now blaming the place that you moved Two, and now blaming them for something that happened 200 years ago. Why would you yeah. move to a place if they hate you so much? There's, yeah. been, a, there's been a big argument. So let, 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 think of it this way. In Germany during the 1930s, when they were trying to find the, the final solution to the Jewish problem, do you think Jews were going to Germany during that fucking time period? Think about that. Were they going to Germany? No, no. They were running. They were fleeing. So if, if North America, if the United Kingdom, if Western nations are so evil and so xenophobic, racist, whatever fucking pejorative ist and phobe you wish to throw in there, why would you move there? Okay, well, that could work for somebody who's just coming there, you know, especially like... You know, you look at Canada would, about how Trudeau always would, says that we're, we're racist and shit like that. So, okay, yeah, exactly. Why would you want to come move here for a bunch of racists and whatever? But if you're born here, like, let's just say her parents no, immigrated she, and she was she born has an here. Accent. 
Okay. She has an accent. Okay, well, Most maybe people... she came when she was a kid and she didn't have that option. But you no. do, you're an adult now, you have that option to go move back or go move someplace else. No, she has an East Indian accent. Most people that have an East Indian, like, they're, okay, when you see second generation uh, immigrants, their children do not have an accent. So you, you have the first yeah. generation that moved there. They have an accent. The next generation, so the people that maybe were born here or they immigrated very early in age, they do not have an accent when they speak. She has an accent. So she learned to speak a different language fully in another country and then came to, to wherever she is, whether it's in the UK, Canada, nor anywhere in North America. Well, yeah, but it could have been when she was like, she looks young as it is. Like it could have been when she was just young. I mean, you look at some of my friends who moved here from Germany, oddly enough, and they still have a German accent and they've been Very here slight. when they were teenagers. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you kind of, you, you more, you pick up on like, you're pronouncing that odd. <laughs> that, that's more what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, like you can hear her or the. If the colonist moved here, like you can hear she has that that accent. So I I have a real issue with someone saying that this place is racist, therefore, then why are you here? Yeah. Why this place is if this place hates you, instead of taking the personal responsibility, I the thing is, I take personal responsibility. I take responsibility for my man boobs. That's, that's not... what I that's what I do. I motorboat my, those bitches. Mm. My dad, my daddy milkers. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Why would you say that? <laughs> Ew. Well, I mean, to the, the people out there who think men can have babies, I mean, I guess they would be like, yeah, that's right. They produce milk and shit. <laughs> it's so gross. So gross. Uh, you people are vile, disgusting human beings. Speaking of vile, disgusting human beings, Check this out from Britain. So this four four year what? No, we're still okay. here. Okay. We're weird, baby. Okay. So Britain's youngest transgender, a four year old, has been considered transgender because they said, "I'm not a girl at the age of two. No. What the what 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 the fuck no. is what is wrong what is wrong with you? Should you be? Hmm, do you just wish you had a girl? I I don't no, even I want think to. So. Where, where my thought process is going because not all groomers are I'll, I'll just I'll just stop you know what's 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 gross though okay when you're a kid like most of my friends when I was a kid were boys okay I used to want to be a boy because I used to hang out with boys and I you know I enjoyed playing with their ninja turtles turtles their Ninja Turtles and their G.I. Joes and all that stuff. And they enjoyed playing with my Barbie dolls. You know why? Because it's something different. It's something you don't normally get because people, okay, well, this is normally a boy toy. This is normally a girl toy. So you enjoy playing with these things. And, you know, we used to make fun of people or, or whatever and be like, oh, you're a girl. Or oh, I want to be a girl because they want Barbies, you know. It had nothing to do with how they actually felt inside. and. Even still, even still, they're four. They're two. They're they're a baby. Yeah. They're a baby. Four, four years old, and you're you're saying that you're 
boy or your daughter, sorry, sorry. Your daughter is not a girl, she's a boy. What the fuck is wrong with you? So many things. And and this is supposed to be touted as strong, as brave, as empowering. Um I <clears throat> Yep. Yeah. So th- this is this is a massive problem that we have going on within North America, within the Western nations. And I, I brought this up many times. The idea that we are so tolerant and accepting that we tolerate and we accept. In fact, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll save this for after this segment, but you are seeing such a shift with what is considered acceptable, what is considered empowering, what is considered reasonable in a world that has now decided that doing terrible, vile, disgusting things to children is somehow empire, empowering. And I think... Yeah, for Epstein, we have, maybe. We, have, we, we are in... 100%, we are a culture in decline. Where we now need to fight with each other, whether exposing little children to overtly sexual acts, where we have teachers that are going, I will keep exposing children to overtly sexual acts, we have a massive disconnect that that is somehow considered okay. I, 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 I really, I have no words. This shows the level of entitlement that is going on within these Western nations. What? Something I was going to say. Oh, what? I'm trying to... <laughs> I remember the point I was going to make, but I can't remember what you said that brought it up. That it, is there a culture of decline? No, no, no. When you're talking about kids, like uh, saying something. How we expose them to overtly sexual acts. Before that. I don't fucking oh, know. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, what I was going to say is this doesn't seem to be what I just kind of my epiphany right now is this isn't being overly accepting or whatever it is to children and, you know, switching these things and stuff like that. No, I'm just fucking this up because I can't remember what you said and it's going to fuck All up right. what I'm trying to say. That ends this week in Woke. All right. Okay. So let's move along. Move along. So, so, you know, the, the, the big argument in within uh, Canada now is with Pierre Polyev and how he's divisive. Can we can we brush on this for a, a, a hot minute? Is is this divisive enough when you have a prime minister calling for this? You don't want to get vaccinated. That's your choice. But don't think you can get on a plane or a train besides vaccinated people and put them at risk. Mm-hmm small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable 
uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for concerns uh, expressed by uh, a few people uh, gathered in Ottawa right now uh, are not new, not surprising, are heard, but are a continuation of uh, what we've unfortunately seen uh, in uh, disinformation and misinformation online, conspiracy theorists uh, about microchips, about you know, God knows what else that go with the tinfoil hats. Conservative party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave uh, the Confederate. I will also uh, be very clear uh, when uh, people are trying to push politics of fear and indeed intolerance. Uh, that's something that Canadians expect of me. That's something that I will always do. I have attended protests and rallies in the past uh, when I agreed with the goals, when I supported the people uh, expressing their concerns and make their sure the people who choose not to get vaccinated don't get to get on a plane or a train. Don't get to work in the public yeah. service. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> don't get yeah, uh, to, you know, by working with the provinces <laughs> on vaccine certifications and mandates, don't get to go to movie theaters or gyms uh, or restaurants. Je ne crois pas dans la science qui sont souvent misogynes, souvent racistes aussi. C'est un, 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 uh, un petit groupe, mais qui prend de la place. So the, the French is obviously where he's calling them misogynists, so yes, even at the risk of knowing that, that people stuff. thought I might be waving at those anti-vaxxers who I was basically ignoring, because I <laughs> won't respond to anger with anger, just ignore them. You won't, hold on, you won't respond to anger with anger, so the anti-vaxxers, you just, you just ignored them. Yeah, we got that. Not only when you ran away, but also the fact that you wouldn't even talk to anybody. And it's it's just really funny how those are the people that you decided not to talk to. Somebody who actually wanted to have a, you know, a conversation with you. Somebody who was peacefully yeah, right? wanting to have a conversation, not fucking burning shit down. But, you know, yeah. You so, you. Okay. so So this has become a, like, okay, it's not, okay, everyone has their biases. It's whether you recognize them. And um, we had brought up the this this concept, or it's not a concept, but this idea before. It's not that you have biases. It's whether they impede your ability to do your job. That's the main thing. Everyone has their biases. If you say that you don't, you're a fucking liar. So you, you are having Justin Trudeau come out and say, you know, I I have gone out to rallies that I have supported. Okay? You know what? Fine. But does that impede your job to lead as a representative of Canada? Apparently, I yes. would argue, I would argue, yes, I would argue 100% that it has. Because you went out with a BLM Antifa. One thing I found in, I find interesting is that he... He kneeled to the Black Lives Matter, to the Antifa, while they were tearing down, down statues of Queen Elizabeth, while they were defacing things over and over, calling for defunding of the police, you know, and, and carry on. Yeah, and now she's dead. So good job, Ding Dong. Well, but so to, to add to that is, so you on one side you are saying, hey, we support the Queen and we love the Queen and we're going to create a national holiday for the Queen. But in your true, in your heart of hearts, 
you are saying, I support the people that are destroying history, destroying things that, whether they are good or bad, commemorating the idea of whether, whether this is person that has helped formed the, the, the country that we now reside in, even though you've now completely destroyed that, it becomes really hard to believe the statements of, you know, that we feel sorrow for the passing of the queen. Well, you, you allowed, and not just you allowed, you endorsed, you gave the green fucking light for people when you said, I will kneel. That's a leader. A leader never kneels. No leader would ever say, I will succumb to the mob. That is not the ideals of a leader. That is the ideals of a despot. That is the ideals of an of a of a loser. Well, it's funny because you actually won't like if you think of even like a pack of wolves, you're not gonna see the alpha ever go on his back and leave his belly bare to everybody. Ever. No. Never. You see the dominant ones standing above and the non-dominant ones. Then going, okay, okay, <laughs> rolling yeah. on their back and stuff like that. You never see the leader doing that, ever. Yeah. And and, and you know what? And I, I could understand to an extent that a leader will take the ideas of multiple different sources. Not just one, not just singular, not just Karl Marx, not Klaus Schwab, Justin Trudeau. But he will take sources from everywhere and say, what is the best choice for it? And he goes... You know what, 20% of the population, you are unfit to speak. I'm going to take my marching orders from a communist to a Karl Marx. You know what, let, let, let me bring this up now. So I was re-watching the, the history of, of Cambodia and how, you know, the Viet Cong had invaded the Viet, you know, the, the, the whole Vietnam War within the, the communist north and the... the democracy south and all this type of stuff with with regards to cambodia well pol pot went to went to uh europe in order to learn the ideals of karl marx interesting because he called for a revolution again of what he said was the bourgeoisie and the proletariat we have talked about this time and time again in fact i brought this up to you kim like looking up how the khmer rouge came to power it's interesting that's the same arguments that we are having now the Khmer Rouge Pol Pot and the ideals of the uh, of Karl Marx liberating capitalism that's what he's seen it as this fat useless fuck seen the capitalism machine as a vile disgusting and they needed to be liberated from their capitalistic subservience we have talked about this many times, and we, you know, we hear a lot now about the the trained Marxists, Ibram X Kendi's of the world. The the how many more people? And that's just one. The trained Karl Marx Stalinists, and people view Stalin as one of the most vile dictators in the world. And they're okay. saying, I wear that with a badge of pride. Where do you think Klaus Schwab gets these same ideals from? I could go on forever yeah. about the ideals of Karl Marx and the overthrow of the, again, the bourgeoisie. Hey, uh, Justin Trudeau. Hey, the intelligentsia in CBC, CTV, Global, carry on. You are the bourgeoisie. You are not the workers. 
you are the bourgeoisie that are executed in the Karl Marx Stalinist revolution. You think you're going to be on the top of the pyramid. You are on the bottom because it's a workers' revolution. That's what the, the call was for. That's what the Khmer Rouge did. It was a workers' revolt. It was a workers' overthrow. So the landlords that are so proud that say, hey, you know what? Let's institute identitarianism, the critical race theory, all this type of stuff. And again, I could go on forever with how disgusting and vile this type of stuff. Home Depot, fuck you for the second time because you're playing into this. Oh, I hit my microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> what you are seeing, the same thing. This is a class issue. And I've said this for, what, a year now? This is not a color issue. This is a class issue. Yeah. And the same thing, look in Rwanda. I am a student of history. I love history. Because as Mark Twain said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. And we are seeing the culmination of the Khmer Rouge, of Nazi Germany, of Stalin Russia, of Mao's Great Leap Forward in the Communist Revolution within China. You're looking at the, China, or the, the Communist overthrow in Venezuela, in Cuba, in Rwanda. And what did they say? What, did, what happened in Rwanda? The Hutsi and the Tutsi. Or the Hutu, sorry, and the Tutsi. The Tutsi were considered pure. And Germany helped overthrow the, the, the lower class to overthrow their oppressors. That caused 100,000 some odd people to die in a matter of three months. Where it was identitarianism. But this is, this is the road that we're going down with Justin Trudeau saying that the unvaxxed are the unclean, the unwashed masses that should be destroyed. That's disgusting to me. That is an embarrassment to me. Yeah. Oh, all I right. All right. I think uh, if there's nothing else, let's, let's move on to maybe why women should possibly look at being removed from the workforce. No. All right, so so I was I was looking into this. And I, I've been doing quite an extensive amount of research, and of course, anything we do talk about will be listed in the description box below. Please look at this information yourself. I encourage you to look at this information. Don't take my word for it. Don't, especially, don't take her word for it. She's a woman. What does she know? <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> I know how to be barefoot in a kitchen. No, yeah, no. that's that's no, yeah, you can't no, even do that. He's the can't one be... that's barefoot in the kitchen <laughs> and pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one chopping down the trees. <laughs> All right, so again, th this is a live show Monday to Thursday. Typically, it's at eight o'clock, but this this time we've been running a little late with nine o'clock as our kid is recovering from a very rare type of salmonella poisoning. But you know what? If you're on Rumble, hit that Rumble button. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. Or, uh, well, we're, we're on YouTube, but we're not on YouTube because fuck YouTube. So we're on, we're on Rumble. Check us out there. Hit the Rumble button. Share this with your friends. And I don't, I don't know what else to say. Fuck you. Lisa, okay. I want some more. More? More. I know, I know it shows like the, the, the YouTube subscribe -y thing, but let's just replace that with the rumble. Okay. Come what? to us on rumble, please, please. Yeah. 
All right, let's let's get into this. Okay, so so I've been looking into a lot of. Um, we're gonna talk about a little bit more about this tomorrow with uh, with how how women ha- have been kind of treated or have been treated within the workplace. So there there has been this big push since about the 1980s for getting women more and more into into positions of equality. We want 50% women. Who cares whatever else? So we are seeing in within Western nations, we have seen a massive shift towards acceptance, tolerance, letting, not, not I shouldn't say letting, of women, you know, exploring what they want to do outside of the home. And again, I'm not opposed to that. But the feminists that are now being pushed into society and have been become public speakers are now saying women need to control everything. Well, where's the equality in that? So we, I, I, we've been looking at, um, so we, we have this graph pulled up. And it's the idea of happiness. And I almost want to play, say, say happiness. 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 Well, today, who knows what women have. Do you remember that? Did you ever see that? The, the Beverly Hillbillies, um, when they, they win the lottery or whatever. It was a movie. Yeah, there was this, like, French girl. And so she gets happiness. <laughs> they're like, what? What is she saying? Yeah, welcome to 2022, where a woman does have a penis. Oh, and right. <laughs> Ted, Ted said it best, baby. There's no such thing as a chick with a dick. It's a man with tits. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so if you look at this graph, and oddly enough, this is coming from Vox. Vox, not F-O-X, V, Victor O-X. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> it looks like a really funny um, graph you got going there. It looks like I just, so, like, quickly wrote it out. <laughs> so this is a graph that was part of a, a comic strip of explaining why women are... Are, are less happy um, from 1970 to 2005. Oh, and that, okay. that, that, uh, that trend seems to be falling. There's been a bit of a rebound. What this comic strip ends up concluding with is women are now experiencing the... Penis? Glass ceiling. The glass ceiling. That they can no longer move up. Oh, okay. So that is, that is the conclusion to this. And you know what else? Uh, the reason why I use this graph is it's actually quite uh, quite quite accurate with regards to how they're, they've been portraying, uh, how, how women have portrayed their, their happiness or satisfaction. So you've seen a massive spike, and it's just been going down and down. So you got really low there for a little bit, then came back yeah, up a little so, Okay, so if we're looking in terms of equality, well, of the Fortune 500 companies, that number has jumped, nearly doubled. In the past six years, women have become CEOs of, of, if you're looking for equality, women, if you're looking for equality, of Fortune 500 companies, of some of the largest companies within North America. Well. What what about what about truck drivers who make up twenty three percent of all positions? That is in, including management, or should I say, 
more accurately, 7.3% women are truck drivers. Why aren't we pushing for more women truck drivers? Why are, you know, I seen this article from, uh, from CKRA that said one woman that's uh, changing the, the gender roles in a garbage truck driver. Okay. And they make it sound, make it sounds like it makes it sound like it's in an absolute achievement. So from here, it says when she drives up in her garbage truck, Newell gets a fair, a few stares. Bullshit. But remembers of her community support her challenge to traditional gender roles. Could you? Okay. To be fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I seen a girl driving a garbage dumper, she's like a garbage dump. You know what I mean? A garbage truck or she's like hanging on the back of a garbage truck. I'd be thinking to myself, girl, why you want to be around that stinky shit? I don't even want to be around that stinky shit. It's nasty. It's not, oh, because that's a guy's job. It's just, well, ew. I don't know why anyone would want to be around that. But how this portrays it is like when she comes down her route, people are lined across the street cheering. and Yeah, way Ooh. to smash the patriarchy. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. What? This this is what I find incredible to me. Okay, what about in skilled trades? In construction, in plumbing, you know, the things that build your fucking house? 5%. 5% of of the workforce is women. I have to see I am noticing more and more women construction workers and even like um people who do like the 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 keeping up of the grass okay. and shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> like the yard works for businesses and towns and stuff like that. Like I'm seeing a lot more women than before. Yeah. So, so when I was looking at the statistic and it continues on with, keep in mind, this includes 84% of the workers in hairstyling and aesthetics are being women. Okay. So, so it's almost like women are given grants by universities at a higher rate than men. What like what more incentives do women need in order to go into these fields? But now they're what what's happening for women? They're be being passed over by diversity applicants, people mm-hmm. that are transitioning, people that are of a racialized community, which is the most victimizing, demeaning, and degrading comment I think I've ever heard someone say that you are a racialized community. Yeah. That you are a perpetual victim, much like our fat East Indian compadre that is saying that because of someone else, I'm fat. <laughs> I can't even. I, I honestly, like, it just, every time I see somebody not taking accountability for something and just the, the, playing the blame game, like, it just makes me want to just smack them upside the head. And, like, I, I think of my Baba, you know, when she used to smack me upside the head and be like, what's the matter, you? Yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, so so we have this gra- graph that was pulled up from the OSHA of women in all industries. The highest is the service and financial industry. Service industry, which is quite typical for women. Yeah. To be in a position where they feel that they can help people. That is where women thrive. It's not a negative. It's just a reality of the situation. Women thrive in being able to help people as a, an assumed, yeah. But you, you can see in in manufacturing, agriculture, transportation, mining, construction, 
All of those are well, well below 30%. The highest is 28 and construction at 9. So why is there not a big push for more women in the construction industry? Why not offer more? How much more do you need to offer? So I was looking at this graph that uh, that that is depicting women to men in terms of income. You know the whole gender pay gap thing that's still being pushed. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Yes. So they're saying about it's now eighty nine dollar eighty nine cents to every one dollar a man makes. Okay, but you notice when it starts to go into more specialized fields from about fifty to sixty thousand dollars, that now starts to change. Where at the low end, women are actually making more money than men. The highest is between ten and twenty thousand. Women are making more money than men. Interesting. But what what is being left out of here? This easily shows that men make more, but they're not showing the why. Why? Why do you possibly think that men would be making more in more specialized fields? more risky so so according to uh, according to the canadian women.org org, they they say it right in in their own so th this whole website kind of triggered this whole thing so according to data from the labor force survey employed women ages 15 and older usually work the, on an average of 32.9 hours per week at their main job in 2017 5.5 fewer hours than their employed male counterparts also employed men were three times three times as likely as employed women to work long hours defined as 50 hours or more a week at their main job that is 11 percent compared to the women's 3.6 percent and why is that can we ask why is that well I'm going to put in my two cents here and say because women are normally the caregivers at home. They're the ones taking care of their children. They're more about the family and home life. Not necessarily staying at home, but they're more about their families. They're so, so they're not I going to give up time with that they would have in the evenings with their kids or their social lives or whatever it may be where men are more likely to do so because, well, they're the provider, right? Plus they just, that's just how they are. They're more, their brains are more work oriented and women is more caring, empathetic, family oriented, not saying yeah. that that's the case for all men or all women, but generally speaking, that is what it is. The amount of hours that this guy here works in a day and in a week, it's like literally he works my two weeks in one week. So if I were to do that, yeah, I'd be making a fuck ton of money too. However, I'm not willing to give up my family time for that. Yeah. So. Which, which ties perfectly into women are more preferring of their communities. They want their communities. They're more, they find that more fulfilling or friends or their social life. There's actually a girl that I watch on, on YouTube, oddly enough. And she talks about how a lot of like uh, her perspective coming from a from a woman is how she she is not willing to go that extra little bit. And hold on. So if her job is from nine to five, let's say, okay, at five o'clock, my job is done. Okay, 
guys will typically go, you know what, I will stay that extra bit in order to make sure the job is done. So if we look at things, say, like, so the majority of the gender pay gap worldwide opens up around the time of the birth of the first child. This is, uh, this is from endhomelessness.org. This is a case even in some of the world's most equal societies like Scandinavia. So women, once they have their first child, you see that their, their willingness to work falls off. Oh, 100%. And I can 100% say that I have myself been in that position before kids. I worked a lot. I used to, I, I would work and work and work and I had no problem doing so. Once I got kids, completely different story. It yeah. was, it, I so, was no longer willing to do that sacrifice. So, and, and, and so women are seeing a lot more of the idea of that. They have kind of absorbed the ideas of some of the worst traits of men. In order for women to compete with men, say, in the marketplace, they have taken some of the worst possible traits that men have. So you're looking at things like they are they are arrogant, a false sense of intelligence without the understanding because women. You're seeing they're more selfish as and not as a positivity like, hey, let's get let's get this done as a group. You're seeing the toxic masculinity coming forth, which any guy. Any, any anyone in any type of position, when someone says, I know more than you, even though I don't actually know, but I'm going to tell you what to do. So you are seeing these traits, the most vile traits that are within men that men can't stand. You are seeing them being portrayed for women to compete in the same marketplace. So also you are seeing that men or that fathers are also receiving higher salaries than men without children. Do you notice that 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 similarity here? So this is this was a study that was done between 18,000 men between 1999 and 2005. Why is that? Why are men that have children are willing to fight for more money? I would think because it's keeping them away from their family because as mentioned, it's not just women who find families important, men do as well, but if I'm going to be away from my family to give my family a better life and things that I didn't have, it then better you better be, be paying good. You better exactly. be making it worth it or I'm out. Yeah. So most, most women, most women in gen, I'm speaking in generalities, not all obviously, yeah. but more women tend to be more agreeable. They don't want to cause conflict. When I hired on with a company that I'm with now, I said, if I'm not making this much money, I'm out. Because if I'm going to make the sacrifice, and as we stated, men are more likely to work 50 plus hours a week, well, you better make it worth it. Men typically are see, see it as, I will provide, I will do my job. We are brought up from a young age with the idea of, you know, if you get a woman knocked up, you better get the, you better get a good paying job right now. Oh, yeah. You have have responsibilities as a man in society and our job and our duty is to protect our loved ones to protect our family and to protect our women and but you are yeah but you are seeing more and more nearly 50 percent of men do not want to get married in fact that i think that line has changed to nearly 60 or 70 percent where men are saying the risk isn't 
worth it. The exposure, the liability is not worth it to get into a committed relationship. So again, we talked about this yesterday with Jordan Peterson and Pierre Polyev being the kings of the of the incels. <laughs> these are people that are saying how things are going, this is not worth it to me. It's not worth it for me to sacrifice 50% of my livelihood in order for someone that goes and sleeps with a fucking with a neighbor, with the pool boy. Those yeah. fucks around while I go work 50, 60 hours a week. So men are willing to fight for more money. We are less agreeable that we understand, hey, if I'm not getting compensated, I will not do the work. Yeah. So if you look at this this stat, okay, so let's let's look at colleges. Let's look at college enrollment because for the past, what, 10, 20 years, the idea has been women. We need more women in colleges. We need more and more and more and more. Well, there has been a massive decline for men in colleges at the detriment of women across all boards. Whoa. So while female enrollment has gone up, male enrollment and, in fact, completion has been at a massive decline. Jeez. That's so, insane. So you're seeing at almost every level, men are graduating at a lower rate than women. Men who enrolled in a four-year college in 2013 were 10% points less than a woman to graduate within four years. Let me say that again. At every level, men are graduating at lower rates than women. Men who enrolled in a four-year college in 2013 were 10% points less likely than women to graduate within four years. Jeez. So is, is this really an assault on women that men are trying to keep women down? Every incentive has been made for women to go into the STEM field, but yet that number hasn't been made up. Regardless of what industry you look at, women just aren't doing it. They don't find the worth, especially, again, when you look at the gender pay gap. And you see, once you account for, and this, the, 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 the crazy thing that a lot of people that seem to forget about is that this is the idea of how much do men make? How much do women make? Men make more, therefore inequality. But they don't take into account that a lot of women say, you know what, I will cut my hours back. I will not make as much money if it means that I will be able to, I still have a social life. Men are more willing. Okay, what, 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 about, what about lumberjacks? The overwhelming majority, nearly 99% of lumberjacks are men. In the automotive industry, we brought up with regards to the, uh, oh God, where the fuck did it go where was that the the five percent so any trade workers so construction electrician plumber five percent are yeah. are women where's the 50 50 in that but they push well you need to you need to put you need to be a ceo of a fortune 500 company so you're expected to reap the benefits of hard working men in order for you to suddenly see a higher income. Well, see, and, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing too. Cause like, if I wanted to be the CEO of the company that I'm currently at, okay, well, the only way that I could do that is to literally sacrifice my family time. 
-hmm. I would have to sacrifice my time with my kids, time with my husband. Well, when he's home (laughs) and you know, all that other stuff. And it's, you would literally have to have that mindset. And some women do some women, you know, their careers are very important to them and there's no disrespect there whatsoever. If that's what they choose to do and that's what they want to do, that's their choice. Good for them. If that's what makes them happy, good for them. But for me and a huge chunk of people, it's not worth it. Let's add another, uh, another layer of equality. Okay. So the big idea is, uh, you know, if the men stops working, that they're going to become homeless. Well, nearly 70% of men are homeless. Of the homeless population, 70% are Whoa. men, while 23% are women. I don't know why that actually surprised me. Like, you saying the number surprised me, but thinking even just driving downtown Winnipeg and stuff like that, yep. I want yeah. to say like the huge majority of the homeless people that I see are men. I never yeah. really thought about and, it before. And what what could it be a possible uh, reason for that? What could it be? You know what? They lost their job. Maybe the woman wasn't working. Maybe it was in a situation where they fell on hard times. They felt that that it, the the expectation for them to do more than they had the ability to do. But to see 70%, well, where's the equality in the homeless population? If it was, if men were so vile, disgusting human beings that is being portrayed by every fucking Brie Larson, and trust me, we're going to get into Brie Larson and, and the Hollywood in, entitlement tomorrow. But you are seeing the most destructive, the most vile things that men even say are vile, disgusting traits in men. And they are be adopted by women as, and then when someone says, "That's that," like I don't like that. Even for men, is somehow toxic masculinity, and it's destructive. Okay, where's the fifty percent men and women? You want equality? You want fifty-fifty down the fucking line? But you only want women in positions of cushy CEO jobs. Where's the 50-50 construction workers? Where's the 50-50 truck drivers? Where's the 50-50 homelessness? You know, that's... Men can sit, commit suicide at an extensively higher rate than women. It is incredible to see the amount of men that commit suicide compared to women. You know, it's funny how people want that equality, right? And it's you know, women should be equal to men, men, you know, and whatnot. There should be that equality. But equality in what? Where is your line? If you want equality, that is straight down the center, equality. Which means, again, exactly what you just said. Construction work, etc. All those shit jobs that you don't want, well, where, where are the women lining up for that? Where is the big push for that? Why exactly. is it only seem to be the big push for the... CEO jobs or, you know, the nice office jobs and stuff like that. And I I think that in anything that we have talked about in the past, whether it is a woman in a higher position or in a, in a good position or somebody who is of different color or different race in a different position, if you're fit for the job, I think fantastic. But when you're literally hiring outside of who is best for the position, somebody who has worked their butt off for the position, just to make that quota, I don't think that's right. 
No, and and so you're seeing, okay, so from the Brookings Institute, and again, all of our information, all of our sources are available in the description box below. So from the Brookings Institute, so for about 74 men that receive bachelor degrees, 74 men receive bachelor's, bachelor's degrees compared to 100 women. Where's the equality there? The only place that it really starts to level off is in doctoral degrees, where it's about a 54. So it's about a 65, 65-45 uh, difference, or 55-45 difference, sorry. That's about where, where we get about to equality is in doctorate. Yeah, that's where you're seeing it. So one of the things that 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 is being left out here is what women are seeking more money increase or from the minimum wage. This is right from CanadianWomen.org. Many measures in, in concert can help end the gender pay gap, including enforced pay equity legislation across sectors and workplaces. Okay, well, that's already been a law for decades. So I don't know where you think that men and women aren't getting paid the same for the same amount of work. Men will fight for more, but because a man, man is willing to fight, you are now expected to receive the same. Even though you're going to take a couple years off because most women after 40 see a massive drop off in terms of money because their biological clock is ticking. They say, I, you know what? A lot of women in that are 40 and above say, you know what, I wish I had children. And they're seeing a less satisfaction in terms of life. They're seeing their life as hollow. And that is not all women, again. That is most. Most after 40 are seeing see a massive decline in satisfaction in fulfillment of life. I can see that because, yeah, exactly as you said, the biological clock, right? So before then, you're not really thinking about too much of anything. You're like, yeah, nah, I don't want kids. I'm just going to focus on my career and do this and da 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 da. Once somebody says you can't do something, that's generally when the regret sets in or, you know, yeah. The, no, I can't. Yes, I can. And oh, fuck, no, I can't. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're you're seeing you know the the big push for the increase in minimum wages, well, which has actually caused prices to go up. I'm a I'm very very against minimum wages, and I haven't seen a convincing argument as to why minimum wage should be a thing. And and okay. the 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 one thing that actually takes the most powerful thing that women have over men, that they are now seeking universal childcare to relinquish your children to the state. Huh? That is that is their solution to eliminate the gender pay gap. So, okay, let, let, let's look at it this way. So a man works from, let's say, from the age of 18 to the age of 65, puts in those 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week of work. Made sacrifices, didn't go visit friends, didn't go to work, or didn't go, you know, missed things in order to make sure that, you know, their family grows up in a proper home, away from crime put those extra hours in in order to make sure that a job was done in order to make sure that that, you know, that, that salary or that pay that they had asked for was, was, was allowed or was, was justified. And then you have someone that says, you know what? Hey, I want to go and start a family by all means. 
but then you take a year, two years off to go and have a family. And I don't fault you for that. I don't fault women for that. But then to come back and say, I have just as much experience as a person that, would, that worked 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week is disingenuous and actually causes more animosity when someone says, yo, I busted my fucking ass. I got passed over for Jenny that just came back after two years of maternity leave. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, I'd be pissed. M men will sacrifice more. Again, lumberjacks. Why are there not more women? The most people that die on the in the workplace, men. 99%. I think yeah. actually I think it's 97% of workplace fatalities are men. Where's the equality in that? We need more women dying. What the fuck? Because <laughs> yeah, it's it men do the the more dangerous, risky jobs. You know, they work yes. they work on oil rigs, they do the construction, they do the lumberjacks, they do the all this crazy shit that men have heart attacks for, heat stroke on or on site accidents, whatever. Hmm. And and men men aren't looking for they're like me, I'm not looking for, oh, you do such a great job. You know, here's your hand job at the end of the day. No, it's 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 oh, a deeper and it's a <laughs> it's a different <laughs> it's a different idea that I am doing what is expected of me. I will do the more risky things. I will sacrifice this could be saved for for a different episode with regards to the idea of the the an employee to an employer to a, an entrepreneur's mindset and how different those ideas are but well okay just just really quickly like if you want to take the sex out of it okay between men and women in in the situation that you just finished saying about you know Jenny just came back from maternity leave she got the job and some and you've been busting her ass off for years and you got passed up for it now, what if that mm -hmm. was not a opposite sex, but somebody of a different race than you that all yeah. of a sudden came back and was like, oh, here you go, because they had to meet that quota. It it works either way. Either way, it's not yeah. right. Diversity higher. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's something that we could touch on more tomorrow with the, with regards to uh, with the idea of creating and the, the expectation of racism, then the amount of racism within North, North America is is actually creating more racism. Yeah. So in order to defeat it, you are actually making the problem worse. But th th this is what I see. So according to feminists, according to feminists, women need to be in these positions of power. Why? Women need to... The only way that women can actually succeed is off the backs of a man. I know, super sexist, right? Well, what about GM? Who started GM? Who started Tesla? It wasn't a woman. But they are, they are expected to reap the benefits of someone that has, as Elon Musk said, while Tesla was getting started, I slept on the production room floor. Would a woman do that? Maybe some. Well, yeah, I was going to say they might. However, that wasn't the case in this. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not opposed to women in the workplace. But if they are seeing a, a sacrifice in their, their terms of, of life, in their terms of satisfaction, and oddly enough, happiness, because that is the men's idea. 
I am here to more or less sac. I will go to the wars. I will go to the war before I send my, before I say, hey, you know what, honey? All right, don't don't get fucking trench foot while you're out there. Think of those the you know think of me while you're getting fucking firebombed and blown up. Are you sure? No, I, I really I, see it the other way. <laughs> Just well, because you're seeing men see themselves, and in society, we are seen as expendable. Sadly, and, yeah. And you know, we'll we'll talk about this more tomorrow. But the idea that men aren't looking for—they're not looking for a big pat on the back. But what we're looking for is to be respected. We're looking to have dignity. And when men don't have neither. That's when they start to lash out. When they say, fuck women, I'm done with women, I'm going to go talk to Pamela Henderson because that's the best I got. Is that? I would, I would rather deal with that than have to deal with someone degrading me all, all day. I would too. So, all right. I, I, I think that's kind of the, made the point of how, of how women have kind of been pushed into the workplace and how actually a lot of them are not seeing a fulfilling life. And is it maybe time that women go back to doing what they love? Do what they, because we have seen a substantial decrease in their, their, their feeling of fulfillment, fulfillment within Western society, this big push to get them in there. And, and to be fair, or not even to be fair to add on to that, the whole suffrage movement, women don't, didn't want to be in the draft. Women don't want to go into the workforce. There are a lot of myths that people seem to push with regards to the suffrage movement. Oh, my God, I need to be a firefighter. I need Yes, there are duties that come with this type of stuff. There's the expectation of the draft. There's the expectation that your life is now owned by the state and you are to be used and expended until you are useless no more. And no man wants that for the woman, for the family that he loves. Yeah. All right. I think with that, uh, let's wrap up today. All right. Well, thank you again for everybody who decided to click on that little button and come sit with us and listen to the craziness going on in the world today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share us with the world. And, uh, you know, we'll catch you again tomorrow. Have a good one. We out. Praise all. Oh.